What is up, Thrive Tribe? Welcome back to the Thrive University podcast. I am your host and chief energy officer, Jeremy Abramson. And if you've wondering, if you've been wondering where I've been, well, I've been a lot of places, including Jamaica where I was facilitating a wellness and psilocybin retreat. And that is one of the reasons I took a little absence from the podcast. So I apologize for that, but I feel refreshed. I feel recharged and I'm super excited to share with you in this episode, my experiences in Jamaica with psilocybin and some of the lessons that I took from my experience. And also, I dive deeper into the neuroscience of psychedelics and why they can be such a valuable tool to really reset our brain and overcome and heal different traumas from the past. So full transparency, I actually filmed this video for YouTube. So that is the audio you'll be listening to. So if it sounds like I'm referencing a video audience, that is why. Uh, But I felt like this needed to be shared across all platforms because I think my experiences will really resonate with you and provide you some more clarity on what exactly psilocybin is and how it affects the brain. So As I mentioned in the video multiple times, I am not a medical doctor. I'm not telling you to go out and do a bunch of mushrooms. That is not the point of this episode. I am simply here to share some knowledge, wisdom, and experiences with you. And yeah, I think that's everything I gotta say before I bust out the full show for you. So enjoy. I hope you gain some insights. I hope you are entertained a little bit and I hope you learn something. And if you do learn something, make sure to hit me up on Instagram at CoachJeremy305 and let me know what your biggest takeaway was. All right. Much love, fam. Enjoy the show. Peace. What is up, fam? I am so excited for this video because I recently got back from Jamaica after facilitating a wellness psilocybin retreat in Jamaica. And after being back home for almost two weeks now, I've really had time to process and integrate some of the divine downloads that I had from that experience. And I thought it would be fun to share with you some of my experiences from my journeys and talk a little bit more about the science of psilocybin and how it really is impacting your brain. So for those of you who didn't know, psychedelic literally translates into mind manifesting. And I think this is so appropriate because so often we are stuck in our own heads, constantly overthinking, overanalyzing every little detail in our life. And what psilocybin has taught me is the importance of surrender and trust. And this is one of the areas that people really struggle with when they dive deeper into the medicine is fully allowing themselves to surrender and experience 
all of the beauty that is about to transpire. And it makes sense because as humans, we're so used to being in control all the time. We're almost addicted to this mindset that we need to control every single part of our life when in reality, there's really not that much that we control. And it's really about understanding the difference between what we have control over and what we don't have control over. And the rest of it, we need to trust the universe or God or whoever you look to as a spiritual guide. Now, I had a lot of transformative thoughts and visualizations during my ceremonies, which I'm going to talk about very shortly. But I think it's really important to remember that psilocybin is increasing blood flow to many parts of the brain. So it's improving or increasing activity in many areas that aren't typically getting activated to this extent. With that being said, psilocybin is actually reducing blood flow to a part of the brain that's referred to as the default mode network. And this is the area of the brain that is located in between the cerebral cortex and amygdala. And the default mode network is responsible for rumination and dwelling on the past. And if you look at the brains of many people who struggle and suffer with depression, they have hyperactive default mode networks, which makes sense if you think about it, because I know I've struggled with depression and I have loved ones that have also struggled with depression. And oftentimes it's a product of dwelling on past mistakes or failures in all of the emotions that go along with that, such as guilt and shame. So psilocybin is reducing blood flow to the default mode network, which actually allows us to be less attached to our ego and it creates a sense of oneness. And that, in my opinion, is another big cause for people's feelings of depression is this idea that I'm all alone. And the beautiful thing about psilocybin is it shows you very clearly that you are not alone. You are, in fact, part of something much greater. And there is that sense of oneness that you're connected to other people, that you're connected to nature, that you are part of this beautiful creation. So I wanted to preface my stories by giving you some of the science of psilocybin. And Matt Johnson actually calls psilocybin a biological control alt delete for our brain, like a complete reset. And I think sometimes that's what many of us need is just a reset, a restart, a refresh. And I love also the visual, the visual, the visual of, of psilocybin being like Google Earth. It allows us to zoom out and see our lives and see the world from a totally new and fresh perspective. And in Michael Pollan's book, 
how to change your mind. He says that psilocybin is for psychiatry, what the telescope was for astronomy and what the microscope was for biology. And again, I think these are all just really powerful visuals to give us clarity on how this compound is impacting us on a neurological level. And finally, this whole idea of neuroplasticity, which you may have heard of, and neuroplasticity is the idea that our brain is plastic. Our brain can bend and change for the entirety of our lives. And neuroplasticity is essentially creating new neural connections in the brain. And think of this as shaking a snow globe, right? I remember whenever I used to travel when I was younger uh, at the airport in the gift shops, I would always be fascinated by the snow globe, how all of it would be at the bottom to start. And then if you shake it, you see all of the snow moving, uh, falling down, connecting in new different ways. And that's exactly what psilocybin is doing to our brain. So hopefully those topics of neuroscience made sense. I think there's a lot of societal stigmas still surrounding this subject. And for me, I just want to provide clarity. I want to make things a little more simple and a little more digestible so you can understand what these compounds are and how they are impacting the brain because ultimately that is going to allow you to understand why and how they can potentially help you. Now, again, I want to say I am not a doctor. I am not telling you to go and do mushrooms. However, if you decide to pursue a path where you want to try a bigger dose of mushrooms, I highly recommend making sure you are doing so in a very safe setting. And preferably a shaman or some sort of plant medicine guide will be there to facilitate that experience. Okay. And that's what made this journey in Jamaica so beautiful was we had three local guides who have a lot of experience working with this medicine. And they were the ones really responsible for creating our specific protocol for each person on the retreat for how much we were each going to take and making sure the music and the vibes and all of those things were on point because that all contributes towards the experience. Now, like I mentioned, I was there facilitating, not giving out the medicine, but really logistics and making sure our meals were on point and leading workouts. That was my role at the retreat. Now, let me get into my experiences. The first night I did two grams of mushrooms and you've probably seen some of my previous videos and a majority of my experience with psilocybin is microdosing. Now I have a few different experiences with other plant medicines such as ayahuasca. So I definitely do have that experience of doing something more potent, more powerful and learning to trust and surrender in the process. Now, that first experience that I had was really profound. Um, so after taking the medicine, uh, you know, they start 
playing some music and setting the environment to serve us and to create that safety net. So it's really important, side note, if you do a bigger dose of psilocybin, sorry, I'm just touching my screen to make sure that uh, the video is still running. It's really important to close your eyes. And a lot of times people are scared to close their eyes because that is where the experience takes place. If you keep your eyes open the entire time, like yes, you're gonna experience things, but you're not getting the full experience. And as someone who's super active and I love to go on hikes and move my body and do all these things, one of the most powerful practices you can learn when sitting in ceremony is the art of stillness, focusing on your breath and really going deeper with the medicine. So I took two grams and within 30 or 40 minutes, I definitely started to feel the effects and it wasn't insanely strong. However, I was starting to get these really powerful visualizations. And one of the reasons why I pursued this path for this journey was to gain clarity on some areas of my life, relationships, business, these type of things. And in this journey, I got such a clear vision of me running a big business. I've always thought of myself as like an entrepreneur and a scrappy small business person, but it was so clear in this vision that I was like meant to lead a big company. And it was so clear because there was a three-story glass building and I just remember seeing some of my uh, counterparts in leadership positions and some of the people that were on our team. Like it was crystal clear and that was fucking amazing. And some of the other things that came to me were just the power of surrender, the power of trust. I'm somebody who sometimes tries to force things and always make shit happen. And I realized that a lot of times we need to just flow. We need to trust. And that was a valuable message that I got on the first night. And in addition to that, one of my former partners, romantic partners, was also on the retreat and she was right next to me. And it was her first time doing psilocybin in a large dose. And she was having a really tough time. She was uh, very fearful and anxious about the experience. And I think a lot of emotions were coming up for her. And from my point of view, I wanted to let her experience that because that's also part of this journey is going through those tough times. And a lot of people refer to this as a bad trip, but a lot of times it's those same bad trips that teach us the most valuable lessons. And if we're able to really just sit with those and surrender, we're gonna get such profound downloads. And I also knew that there was a full medicine team there to make sure she was all good. So I wanted to make sure I was still having my experience, but I also was conscious that she was going through a tough time. So after a little bit of time, call it an hour, um, I felt the need to just kind of wake up a little and, and, and uh, calm her and uh, let her know that I was there for her. And after connecting with her for a couple minutes, I literally just start bawling, crying my eyes out. 
And it was crazy because I was like, holy shit, I didn't know I was capable of producing this many tears. And she asked me, she's like, oh my gosh, like, why are you crying? And I told her, I was like, honestly, I can't tell you the exact reason that I'm crying, but I can give you an idea of why I'm crying because I've been suppressing my feelings and emotions for the last six months at least. And this medicine is giving me exactly what I need. Maybe it's not what I want in that moment, but it's giving me exactly what I need. And in that experience, all of those feelings and emotions that I had been suppressing came out and they were overflowing, literally overflowing. So one of the benefits of that experience was first of all, it was a purge. It felt fucking amazing to cry and, and let that out and not have any guilt or shame about it. Cause especially with men, sometimes we feel like we have to put up this facade in front, like, yo, I'm, I'm tough. Like, I don't fucking cry. What are you talking about? Like, I'm somebody who expresses myself. I can be vulnerable, um, but I've just been suppressing that part of me for the last few months and it was all coming out in that ceremony. And one of the benefits coming back to that was that her and I built this connection that we didn't have previously because she had seen me cry like maybe once or twice, but very lightly. She had never seen that outpouring of emotions for me before. So I feel like it bridged the gap between us and it improved our relationship and our potential future together. Now, uh, the second night, I'm going to fast forward to the second night. So this was the third night of the retreat. The next day, the next evening, we were doing these ceremonies at like 7 p.m. when it was dark and they would typically last until like 11 or 12. Um, so the second ceremony, keep in mind, by the way, I'm sorry for interrupting myself again, but keep in mind that we're having one-on-one -on -one meetings with like the medicine team to talk about our experience. We're also doing group integration exercises to really share what came up and help each other process through um, what we experienced. So after speaking with the medicine team, I told them, you know, I felt good with two grams. I want to go a little deeper with the medicine. So I started off with two grams again the second night. Um, and after a couple hours, I uh, had another two grams because I felt like intuitively it was something that I felt called to do and go a little deeper with the medicine. So after I took uh, the booster, after I had four grams in me, um, I suddenly... Uh, feel the urge to just like go outside and kind of just make sure that everyone is having a safe experience and if there's anything I can do to add to the experience. Um, and again, this was truly just my intuition speaking because typically you don't want to really like be loud or speak or anything during ceremony because everyone's going through their own journey and you really want to respect that. So, uh, I go outside, I get up, I get outside, and um, there's one of the girls from the retreat, and she's also outside. And like, we just both start laughing our faces off. Like, it was fucking amazing. I couldn't tell you exactly what specifically I was laughing at, but I was finding humor and joy in everything. 
And it was amazing. It felt so fucking good. And I thought it was so beautiful how it was a complete contrast to the previous night where I was crying and now I was just laughing, like literally uncontrollably, the type of laughing where your abs feel sore. It's like, holy shit, I just got a fucking ab workout. And that was a sign for me that I had been suppressing joy in my life. Again, I have joyful moments here and there, but I really am at my best when I'm embodying joy all the time. And of course, like we're not going to be able to be joyful every second of every day, but there are opportunities to infuse more joy into our day-to-day life. And I feel like that's also something I have been neglecting. So I felt like so enriched by these experiences, like the medicine was literally giving me everything I needed. And from that moment forward, I was literally like, I just want to serve. I want to make sure that everyone has a great experience. Um, because this was our last ceremony, uh, with the medicine. So I went around the room and, you know, this was a small intimate group, like six or seven people. And I just started like having them focus on their breath. I had them say different mantras that applied to themselves and their intention for coming on this trip, which we had shared previously in an ice breaking exercise. Um, because figuring out why you're here, why you're doing this is so important, your intention. Okay. And I was kind of having them repeat these mantras and breathing exercises for some of them. I was doing a little body work and it just felt so good to serve each person in a unique way. And again, like if you go on a retreat or a journey or something like this, I don't recommend doing that. But like I said, I do have experience on a few different retreats with plant medicine. And this was really my intuition. And I had already built relationships with each person that was on the retreat. So that is why I felt that calling. Now, that's really the main chunk of what I wanted to share with you about my experience. Um, If you haven't yet watched the recap of the retreat, I really recommend doing so because uh because there's a couple participants that also share their experience which i think is really valuable and really beautiful to hear and listen to um yeah so i definitely recommend that and also you know if you're interested in coming on a future retreat with me in jamaica definitely shoot me a message uh dm me on instagram at coach jeremy 305. I'm here to serve you. I'm here to support you. Even if you just have questions for me, like drop them in the comments for sure, or DM me on Instagram because I'm probably more likely to see that. Um, is there anything else I want to share with you? Uh, not so much off the top of my head, but again, I'll reiterate the importance that these are serious medicines. They're serious powerful compounds and they deserve respect. And if you don't respect them, then you're probably not going to have the best experience. So I really recommend um, checking out some of the links in the description. Again, hit me up on Instagram. Um, Also, I'm going to drop this amazing meditation 
from my friend Daniela. She was on the retreat, it's Yoga Nidra, and it's a great practice to get you in the habit of surrendering and tuning into your breath and tuning into your body. So check those out. And as always, I appreciate you. I can't wait for you to see my next video because I drop some big news. So make sure to stay tuned. And again, thank you so much for watching until the end. I love you, I appreciate you, and you already know what time it is. The time is now to take action on your life. Let's get it, fam. Peace. All right, fam, that is the end of today's episode, and I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you learned something new because that's what life is all about, learning, growing, and expanding just a little bit each and every day. And I wanna let you know that I love you, I support you, I appreciate you listening until the end of the show. It genuinely means the world. And if you got value from the show, make sure to show some love and leave a review in iTunes. Um, it honestly goes such a long way with you just sharing that you got value and maybe even share a couple sentences why and i'm going to surprise people who leave reviews with some free merch some swag because that's what life is all about is acts of kindness random acts of kindness and i appreciate you again i'm sounding redundant now hit me up on ig at coach jeremy 305 check out the show notes for some dope links and i love you peace out fam